Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at Super Talk. Dot FM or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive through at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. I got to be honest, Robbie, I feel like I'm running out of cities here. There's like got to be there's got to be something out there. Oh, there's that plenty, you but I feel like on this map, I just feel like it's I'm using. I've already used up all the good ones. Have you used Pocahontas? Is that a city? Pocahontas, Mississippi. Where is that? I'm almost positive. It is, and I think it's it like is. In, I think it's like uh, around Jackson. It is an unincorporated co- community. In northern Hines County, so that would be near Jackson. Hold on. There you go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a, I want to say it's, I mean, obviously, it's uh, not like a reservation, but was derived from yeah. the Indians. Like, I think there might even like, be it's like, not too a, far, yeah, you're, you're there might even be like, Annandale. A, it's not too far from Flora. Yeah. I think between there might Jackson be a, and Flora on Highway 49. There might be an Indian mound there, too. Well, the Petrified like, Forest is that way, too. I've been to the Petrified Forest. We used to go to field trips there. It would be weird if Brupolo was in Pocahontas. That, that would be weird because... We're trying to get at. I don't think it's... Like you said, I don't think it's an incorporated place. It is not. So, if you live in Pocahontas and you need Strange Brew Coffee, the easiest way to get it is to go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Order it for shipping. Whatever kind of uh, coffee machine is on your counter, they got you covered at Strange Brew Coffee house. Not too far from Pocahontas are the two locations of College Corner. Oh. They're both in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Hashell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. When you're looking for maroon and white merchandise that you can't find just anywhere else, only at College Corner. For yourself, for the family, for your car, for your tailgate, for your house, wherever it is, they got you covered at College Corner. We always talk about Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Today is a great day to talk about that with Humble Taco because it's Wing Wednesday. And their Mexican smoked wings are on special. And, man, they are just so good. And they're different. They're different than any other smoked wing you've ever had. And that's what we're talking about. That's the difference that Humble Taco makes. The food is great, but the food is different. If you're tired of the same old, same old uh, with uh, Mexican food, you go to Humble Taco and you pick something up that's different, that's delicious. I, I got I got it right here. Hold on. Let me see if I can say it right. Shout out to our listener, Alex Watson, who texted me this. No, hey, perros. Operos a respecto. Okay. Stands and butts about. I, I tried to do. <clears throat> I tried to look that up the other day, mm-hmm. but I was like typing in each individual word and translating mm-hmm. to Spanish, and that's not how Spanish. No, yeah, really yeah, that's not how Spanish language works. Not at no. all. So, 
Should have known better, but just, you know, I didn't just, really, just saying I didn't really that I felt like Lalo Salamanca. So I, that was exciting. You guys kind of favor a little bit. Uh, he's he's much better looking than I am. Could you shave like to a mustache and it would be more about can I shave 150 pounds? <laughs> could I shave that off? And then maybe I could look like Lalo. I thought you were on the Atkins. <laughs> it's hard, Robbie. I have more of the attitude of Hector, though. I'm more, uh, more like T- the, the, the Tio there, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Humble Taco, Starbucks best Mexican restaurant. Uh, looking for lunch today? Let's go with Firehouse Subs. Download the free Firehouse Subs app. Pick up your lunch. You pick up reward points at the same time. If you're looking for something this weekend, if you're looking to tailgate or put together a, a watch party, a great idea might be a su- sub platter, party platter from Firehouse Subs. You will be the hit of that party when you show up with that. Locations in Starkville and Oxford, Columbus and Tupelo, Flowood and Madison. That'll be Firehouse Subs. It's rumblings today, Robbie Fall. Yes. It is. That means we're going to do the rumblings. It means we're going to just about to jump into a bunch of great questions. Are you excited? Yes, I'm ready. All right, well then let's do that. I, I, my, my daughter texted me. I got I to gotta respond to her. So... All right. Uh, let's just jump right in there. Our friend Colton Watson. Why am I so upset about losing a game? I thought we'd lose from the time the schedule came out up until a week ago. Well, yeah, there's your issue, Colton. You you changed your mind. You should have stuck with your. Have you, you know who you know who Malcolm Gladwell is? Um, name rings a bell. He's a writer. He wrote a he wrote a book called Outliers. Uh, he wrote a book called Blink. It's, a, it's sort of like I a modern really. day. He's a weird looking dude. Anyway, you've probably you. It's one of those guys. If, if I if you you saw weird looking dude that writes books that really narrowed it down. I mean, Ooh. how many of those are there out there? I, I, anyway, he wrote a book. I'm pretty sure it's called. I think the, the name of the book is Blink. And. Long story short, what he tells you is that when you have a gut instinct, your first instinct is usually correct. So, yes. you know, when, when people tend to overthink things. So, Colton, in this situation, your first instinct was correct. You didn't think State was going to win. And then you allowed yourself to change your mind. Shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't have done that. So, that's my only uh, answer there. Uh, you all all about changing your mind when new info presents itself. Has new information changed your mind about the AM or Arkansas game? No, because I haven't gotten any new info. I thought State was going to lose to LSU. I, I got to be honest with you. I thought you were going to come in hot on Sunday. I'm I'm very impressed. You didn't. I mean, <clears throat> and I and you know, I know I know exactly you picked, like I thought it would. I know, I know you picked LSU, but sometimes you do have a propensity to still get a little caught up emotionally. And I thought that you were going to come in. I told you that. I mean, this team is not. This is not going to work. Mike Leach is not going to work. I thought you were coming that way. I I'm pleasantly surprised by how you reacted to this game. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just I haven't gotten any new information yet. You know, the next t- chance for new information is next Saturday. With a well, I guess it's technically Saturday. They could lose to Bowling Green, and then yeah. I'll have a whole boatload of new information. <clears throat> if they come out of that that this stretch here, and they've lost like two games or really even one game, 
out of this home stretch, yeah, we will start. We will start believing. You know, things are a little different. Than if they're we five thought. and one or four and two going to Kentucky. They're fine. They're absolutely fine. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's what it's th- this right now where we sit is what we predicted preseason. I have them five and, and know, one like, going to Kentucky, losing to LSU. I, I pick. I thought that they would. I thought they'd beat LSU. And quite frankly, I'm disappointed with how they played in that game. Mm-hmm. But both of us said two and one after these first three. That's right. Don't lose to Arizona. You know, just you know, don't get blown out at LSU. But it's not going to be the end of the world. So nothing's changed. Again. All right. Uh, where are we here? Uh, last one from Colton because I feel like he needs our help. During the Arizona game, despite State's 15-point lead with six minutes remaining in the game, my smart watch, my smart watch registered a cardiac event, and he alerted me to my super-elevated heart rate. How do I calm down during games, or am I doomed to this nervousness forever? It was a little better this week, but not much. You know, I think part of it, you get a job in the media, because I'm at the point now where I, just, I can just watch the games, and then I don't get too high or too low, especially when the lows yeah. start happening. It's like, man, what can you do? I'm pretty much the same. I mean, you you condition yourself yeah. to to try to be it, it a little gets better more as you reserved. get older. Yeah, when, especially when you, you have a you go to the stage where you have young kids and you can't really scream. Here's one thing yourself. I'll say: like one thing that I got when I made that video the other day about like, hey, cheer up, state fans. That you know got some people were happy, like laughing at that. Some people, you know, empathized with it. Some people got mad. The people that were kind of like. You know, not really mad, but just whatever <clears throat> was the older crowd, mm-hmm. and that's because they they sat through the '60s and the the crappy teams in the '80s, in the late '80s, and you know teams like that. So, a lot of the people that are you know the the most upset seem mm-hmm. to be the ones that didn't experience the absolute worst of Mississippi State football. That those are the fans, the fans that grew up. Like starting to pay attention in the Mullen years, and are now you know in their their twenties, they don't know how to handle losing. They don't. Yeah, yeah. the The older group, I mean, what you can't hurt these people anymore. No, they're, they're, their they're souls completely were, were, were dead years ago. I mean, they're in purgatory at this. I'm point, already right? dead inside. <laughs> you combine you combine fifty years of watching MSU football with fifty years of marriage. What, what do you have left? At that point, you got nothing. Oh, I've been married to the same woman since 1948. (laughs) I've been watching MSU football that whole time. You could shoot me in the head and I wouldn't feel it. 1948. This person is 90 something years old. I don't know. I'm just saying. 1968. It doesn't matter. You could literally stab them with a sword and they'd be like, what? (laughs) There's no blood coming out. There's <laughs> nothing, nothing left there. to give. They've squeezed the life out of me. You can't I'm get blood dead. from a turnip. Oh, God. Malfunction Junction and a living, breathing traffic stop asks us, I don't think it'll happen unless the bottom falls out, but some are already talking MSU coaching hot boards. Who are these people? Let me down a rabbit hole to Wes Goodwin, Clemson's new defensive coordinator, MSU grad who was a student assistant under both under both Polk and Croom. What's the story on this guy? One of the most unusual stories in college football. A guy didn't play any college sports. He was a student manager for the baseball team and is now one of the top defensive coordinators in the country. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Jed Fish, is that his name? The yeah. Arizona coach? Yeah. 
He was similar to that. Oh, really? Yeah. He, he was like Mike Leach. Never played college football. Um, it, now, Goodwin's completely different. He was not even involved in football. He went over from baseball to football, whatever. But right. it always intrigues me to see somebody that – because you just don't see very many coaches that never played. You know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's rare. I mean, like even Leach, at a low level. Like Mullen played at a really low level. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, people played somewhere. Every, yeah. just, almost every single coach played somewhere. Right. But um, it's interesting to see these guys that just kind of, you know, came from out of nowhere. That one is is really intriguing because I got to be honest, I didn't even know, right, who he was until a few years ago. He's but a guy he's, that he's done you a, great him job a couple more years. But I don't, I don't know that MSU would be his first head coaching job. But we'll I see. wouldn't want to hire. You know, I don't know if this. Like I, I still feel like you need to. If something ever happens with Leach, I don't like hiring defensive head coaches. I feel like no, they, it, yeah, they they meddle. And but also like you know, offensive coaches are kind of losing their luster with me too. Mm-hmm. Offensive coordinators. Well, I got bad news, right? You got to pick one. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I kind of like going the route of an of a, a head coach. That's what you're saying. Okay. Like. You know, no matter what happens with Leach, I just don't see this program being a complete disaster. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I don't see it trending towards Moorhead. Like, I, I could see him at some point retiring or at some point they just get, you know, tired of being average. But they're going to be like six six and six or seven and five, mm. I think. My, that's my opinion. So, I mean, get a guy that's been established, whether it be at a group of five school or whatever, and go from there, but yeah, the, there, there, we we are starting some premature hot boards here. I feel like that comes up every time Mississippi State loses. Ah, where are we here? MSU dog twenty five twenty five says over under on Will Rogers total rushing yards for the season one fifty minus one fifty. He's at minus forty nine right this second. So he's going to have negative one hundred and fifty rushing yards. So yeah. that's what we're saying. I'm yeah. going to say over – well, how would you say – I'm going to say more than negative 150. So would that be the over or It's the still under? over, yeah. Okay. So I'm taking the over on that. Yeah. Will Rogers, just for the record, for last year, was at negative 97. Okay. Well, that kind of changes my thought a little bit. I don't know if he's going to be significantly worse than that. I mean, he's losing an average of 16 yards a game. He has well, the offensive line, remaining. the offensive line is not as good. Not as good. Yeah, so I'm st- I, I think I'm, I think I'm still going to go with the over. Yeah. All right. Uh, Cody Clark asks us: Head to the beach this weekend. In your opinions, what are the most overrated and underrated things to do while at the beach? I just like to zone out, and it drives my wife crazy that I don't have a book or any other entertainment. I got to be honest with Cody here. I hate going to the beach. I, I can't stand the beach. Fan. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and I'm like him though. Like, if I am like on the beach, I'll just sit there and look at the water and just be alone in my thoughts a lot of times. I mean, it is, it's peaceful. Yeah. To like when you go sit out on your balcony, if you're by the beach or something and hear the waves and all. And if you're not on too crowded a beach, just sit out on the beach or just get in the water and just let the, you know, the tides come over you and stuff like that. I absolutely just, I absolutely despise sand. Like, I cannot stand for sand to be on my feet. It'll be all right. Well, you know what I mean. Like, 
I, I hate when sand gets in my shorts. Yeah. The good I hate news when is, sand is, is in my feet. The good news is, is you're at the beach. There's great restaurants around all the time. Great, you know, local bars and stuff like that. So I don't know if you're, if you got kids or not, Cody, but that's what I would. That's what I like to do when I go to the beach. I like to go to the restaurants and bars. By the way, that's what I like to do when I go anywhere. I'm a mountain man. I like He's the mountain. A man. <laughs> Such a man. All right. I enjoy uh, a good mountain trip. There you go. I've never been to the mountains. Oh, you gotta go. I'm I will go one day for sure. Just stay in a cabin up in the up in the hills. Okay. Kurt wants to know, uh, in our opinion, which is closest to reality? Rodgers is just average, the offensive line is below average, or the defensive front is below average. Um it gotta be the offense. I think it's the offensive line. Is below average. I think the closer the right. the close closer to being correct, just because Rogers as a as an athlete, SEC athlete, is probably, you know, average. But I just feel like, you know, his ability to command the offense more often than not, the completion percentage, being on point for the most part in this offense. He's an above-average quarterback in Mike Leach's offense, and the and the stats back that up. So, I'm I'm leaning more towards the offensive line than anything else. I think. All right, that works for me. Because I, I don't I don't think that the defensive line's below average. I think yeah. it I think it's a middle of the pack right now defensive line in the SEC. They're very good at, at stopping the run. They're going to be, I think they're going to be one of the better teams in the SEC stopping the run. Pass rush right now they're um, they're not getting the pass rush that they should. I don't know what the issue is there. I don't know if it's the rotational thing we talked about, but I think offensive line I think is closer to correct. Okay. Uh, the Mangum Cafe asks, "What are the top five items on a Chinese buffet?" Uh, noodles, lo mein, yeah, uh, egg roll. Not in my top five. This in mine. Okay. Um, the uh, the the uh, the biscuits, the uh, sugary biscuits. Oh, the Chinese donuts. Yes. Yes. Sure. Um, sesame chicken. Okay. What I want to go with for my fifth? I think I want to go broccoli and beef. Beef and broccoli. It's fine. I'll go. I'll go with that. That's my. I'm not top going five. beef and broccoli. I'm gonna your your first. I got gonna go with from you. I got lo mein, the Chinese donut, and the sesame chicken, mm-hmm. crispy shrimp. Got to have my crispy shrimp when I go to China Garden. And uh, I, I'm gonna go. Uh, 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 oh gosh, what's it called? The the black pepper beef. That's good too. Come on, that's good. You left off chicken wings, Brian. The I, ultimate I, Chinese buffet food. I, I like chicken wings, but you know, uh, you know what I always say when I go to the Chinese buffet. I like to eat the shrimp. Because no part of the cat looks like shrimp. Oh my god! <laughs> no muscle from the cat looks like shrimp. So. <laughs> China Garden uh, for life. The best Chinese place that I've ever eaten was in Louisville. It was called Hong Kong, mm-hmm. and it stayed alive for most of my life. It just recently closed down. 
And very rarely did I go in there. There was anybody actually there, but the food was incredible. Uh, I haven't been to China Garden in a while. I need to need to go. That's one of the few places in Starville open on Christmas Eve, by the way. I have a friend who uh, he he uh, he travels from uh, from Vicksburg to his in laws' place every year on on Christmas, and every year they stop at Ichiban in Jackson and eat dinner. I love that place. It's the only thing open. And that so that's like their good. tradition now. Ichiban is a fantastic... But Ichiban, is it really a Chinese buffet? Because they have the sushi, too. Well, so does China Garden. That's true, too, yeah. I don't ever get the sushi at China Garden, though. I, just, I can't... I can't uh, nah, no, I think Becky got it one time and got sick. She loves sushi. The best Chinese restaurant I ever ate at, I don't I don't know if it still exists or not, was in Memphis when I lived up there on... Uh, on Winchester Road. Let me see if I can find I can't find it though. That Ichiban though, like I, I went to that for the first time a couple years ago. It's good. That, that thing is humongous. The buffet yeah. is huge. The dumplings are good. Always got bull shrimp out there. It's good stuff. Uh the thing is, uh I don't think the Chinese actually eat that all that food. No, no. It's not that no. greasy and no Chi- Chinese fat. the, the very Chinese lean. food that Chinese people eat. Like if you go up to like big cities, like the Chinese restaurants have two menus. They have the menus for Americans and they have the menus for Chinese people. Which which totally is different. what which is what Robert St. John is doing with uh Enzo's that he's, yeah sort of yeah, simple. Yeah yeah sort of he's, simple. he's doing American Italian and Italian 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 yeah exactly also, the Mexicans the same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, which song would you be never okay never hearing again? You can never hear these songs again. Boot Scootin' Boogie or Sweet Home Alabama? Sweet Home Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama is easy. I've, I've had easy. enough. Uh, I've, I've heard it enough times inside Bryant-Denny Stadium. I'm, I'm good. They're from uh, Jacksonville. From the, the people from Jacksonville, Florida calling Alabama home. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Wright. Sorry. Should Chelsea have hired Saban as their coach, a la Ted Lasso? Could Saban be a successful EPL coach? I think Nick Saban could be successful at anything he wanted to do. I think he's just that, wired that way. Did you know that the guy that writes Ted Lasso used to write uh, Boy Meets World? I did not know that. Yes. Well, there you go. I couldn't get Topanga on the uh, on the show? I guess not, but it's, I listened to a Boy Meets World podcast that Topanga host hey, you told me about that. yeah she said that um this guy whose name is i think bill lawrence mm-hmm. uh came up with the name topanga lawrence because yeah. it was his name lawrence okay so you can thank him for ted lasso and topanga well there you go uh let's see here also from kevin will the united states men's national team make it out of the group round in the world cup i think so I think so. I think England will win the group, and then the U.S. will be second. Wales is a good team, but I, I, I think U.S. can beat them. So, yeah. Uh, where are we here? Uh, Jason wants to know if things don't work out with Leach. I think they will, but hypothetically, y'all are, y'all are quick on the draw here today. Will Cohen call Mullen? I don't think Mullen's ever coming back. No, and especially if John Cohen's here. No, yeah, I, just, I can't see that happening. So, it's just you know. It's just not going to work anymore. I mean, the guy was constantly trying to get out of here in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, this I don't isn't know. A Bill I don't know that if you situation. get him back, you get the the mullen that's hungry <clears throat> back either. No, I think yeah. that mullen's gone. Yeah. So 
Uh, also from uh, Jason, since AEW has started breaking a million viewers the past few weeks, was Punk holding them back? I don't think Punk was holding them back as much as they didn't have MJF. They didn't have da- Brian Danielson. He was injured. Punk was injured. Um, Cole, Adam Cole is injured. I mean, they're missing some of their top guys. But MJF, if especially. Punk, if Punk could have just controlled himself I and not know. and I not know. been and not you know, going into business for himself and all that stuff, they could have uh-huh. made something out of this whole angle. Like they, they could have done something with this. If so, if like him and uh, the young bucks and um, Heyman page, like if they could have just put their differences aside and just said, Hey, we're going to do some good business with this and make it like the quote unquote work shoot. This would have been great television, but instead they went all in and started burying each other and burying the company and all that stuff. And now none of them are there, at least not for now. Exactly. Um, next question comes to us from Wade Jones. Why are we to tip a percentage for the cost of the meal instead of the service that is provided? The percentage for the same service shouldn't be greater for a meal that costs $80 versus $20. Well, I would say that the service, the more the, the meal costs, the, quality of the service should go up you know the, the quality of service you get at peppers versus the quality of service you get at you know a high-end steakhouse is different so yes simple as that uh jacob tarver what do you wish you had known before doing sports media Um, that's a good question. I kind of knew like what to expect with a lot of stuff. Like I knew like there were going to be times where I would be criticized by people. Mm -hmm. Like we're not, we're going to be criticized by people. We're not going to be liked by some people. Right. I knew that was going to happen. Um, I knew pay was going to be bad, at least at the <laughs> beginning. Yeah. I knew it was not going to get much money. So I don't really know, like, if there was something that I don't know or I didn't know getting in. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think if there's something, like, that just stands out or it's like, man, I did not, you know, what, like, uh, what would you ask, uh, you know, if you could tell your former self something like that? I don't know. I don't know if there's anything in particular I would go to. Also from Jacob, uh, do you have any tips for smoking brisket? I do not. Brisket's like the one thing I leave to the professionals. It takes a lot of tender love and care. That's what they say. And a lot That's of time. All right, let's move on into the rest of these rumblings. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Whenever you're looking to cook out this weekend, cook out at home, or just planning a meal for your family any old day of the week, you got to do it with beef. Head over to your grocery stores, talk to your butchers, find out what the cuts that they're they're uh, suggesting are, and they're going to get some great stuff. If you're looking for recipes, you can go to msbeef.org. That website is chock full of information about our beef producers here in the Magnolia State. Guys doing over a half billion dollars a year worth of agribusiness in the state of Mississippi. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked Southern soul food. This weekend after the game, or of course on Friday night, if you're looking to have a great time and a great meal, head over to the Cotton District, grab a table at Two Brothers, 
I'm just going to tell you now, the wait's going to be there. You're going to have to wait a little bit, but it's always worth the wait. It's always a great experience. It's always great food and great people and great times. Two Brothers Smoked Meats. They make it easy at Advantage Business Systems. Great products and great service. It's a promise every business makes, but Advantage Business Systems is one that delivers, and they deliver every time out. They've been doing it for 47 years. That's how you know their promises get kept. So when you want to talk to somebody about some new technology for your business, copiers, printers, computers, laptops, when you need service on those products, you call Advantage Business Systems, and they treat you like a neighbor and not a number. Call them at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems help your business do business. Tired of the three-stripe life? I would suggest you talk to my good friends over at The Rogue. The Rogue is one of the most well-known names in men's clothing here in the Southeast, and they have the collegiate collection that has the polos and quarter zips that you're looking for. Great quality products, and they've got the right logos. Not that banner M that everybody's tired of. The M over S, the state script, the walking bully, they've got them. A lot of different colors, a lot of different styles. It's great stuff, and it's worth the price you pay for it. These shirts that are going to last you beyond this football season. I promise you that. Go to therogue.com, stop by their store in Jackson, or look on Instagram at the rogue JXN. The rogue, no more three stripe life with the rogue. All right, let's jump back in. Zach Huzak, rank these Trons Tron, Voltron, Ultron, Megatron, Calvin Johnson, also Megatron. I'm going to vote. Is his, is his name spelled the same as. No, it's not. Never mind. Right. I was going to say, if it, if it was spelled the same as the guy that just came to Mississippi State out of the transfer portal, I would say it was hijacked. But who? You know, the dude that everybody wanted his name to be huge sack. Oh, oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Okay. I thought you were talking about Calvin Johnson. I was like, what? No, 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 no. Okay. I got I was you. talking about Zach. Right. I'm rating actual Megatron number one here. Because he is, you know, he's the, the leader best. of the yeah of the Decepticons. Yeah, I'm going to go actual Megatron, Calvin Johnson, Ultron, Tron, Voltron. I mean, Calvin Johnson's just a man. Yeah, but he was he, all he, of these people could kill him. He was a I yeah, but could they cover him one on one? That's the question. I don't know the answer. But when he's running down the field, I mean, Megatron Tron was would just, just a stomp man. on top of him. Tron's just a just a Tron's not even a man. He's a computer program. That yeah, he really exists. I mean, does that does that should that even be con- included? Yeah, it's because he's a Tron. That's what we're okay. ranking Trons. Not we're not ranking men. I mean, Ultron was pretty legit he's too. He's behind. He's behind Calvin Johnson. Okay. So, all right. Uh, Jay in Baltimore asked, "Rank these reality game shows based on your greatest chance for success: Survivor, Big Brother, America's Got Talent, Top Chef, The Bachelorette." So right off the bat, Robbie, for me. I got no chance in Survivor. None. I can't, I can't, I can't live without the comforts of life. And then I got no chance on uh, America's Got Talent. So I don't have any talents. And I don't sing. I don't play an instrument, you know, things like that. And then there's The Bachelorette. And I, I just don't think I'm going to get very far on that one, to be honest with you. You have a better chance on The Bachelorette than I do. You're a far so, more handsome man than I. What was the premise of Big Brother? I never watched it. I know there was like it's cameras just, just watching. It's survive, all the time, but right? Like, it's like, 
Just don't like get you, voted out. So, so they vote people out, kind of like survivors, except they're staying yeah, in houses. But they're staying in a house, so I don't, I'm not really sure. The, the my best chance is a, is Top Chef, but I'm not really a chef. But that's the one I have the best chance on. I don't know if I'm going to win any of these. No, but you know, I guess like America's Got Talent, maybe first. That might be the best chance I have. Mm-hmm. Although yeah, I don't know if I I wouldn't I might not even make it through the first round of that. Yeah, and then probably like Big Brother, The Bachelorette, all the all the bachelors. They'll be <clears throat> will be guys that are trying to impress. Like the, so, they'll be like gym guys. Yeah, six packs. They'll be tanned, have nice. Uh, so if we meet a girl hair. who's like, I just want somebody real. You and I would have a chance there. Yeah. Because so. I'm not going to have a six pack. No, I, I I'm don't. not going to have pecs. No. Uh, but I, you know, I could have a personality. Exactly. I'm fine. I was able to get. Laugh. I was able to get my wife, so I know I could have at least somewhat of a chance. You got a chance. Yeah. There you go. Good call. Uh, let's see here, Kelsey Whitehead. Do you think the next three, four weeks work in our favor on the path to reach nine wins? Basically, asking states playing Bowling Green this week while A and M and Arkansas are playing, and then Arkansas plays Bama while we're playing A and M. I mean, there's something to that. State having an easier game this week hopefully can rest the starters while A&M and Arkansas battle each other. That's good news for State. And then Arkansas having to play Alabama is good news for State. So, yeah, I think so. And they're all at home, and that's that's in your favor too, obviously. Yeah. Brian McDuff asks us, my good friend, if not if, and not saying it's happening, but if we had to move from Leach in the next year, again, you guys, just so cool, cold. Do you feel the risk of hiring a coach with a niche offense is a bigger risk because you have to set your personnel with the parts that make the offense work? I think you need to find a coach. Your next coach needs to be a coach who's like, I'm willing to do whatever I got to do to win. If I have good pieces to pass the ball, I will. But if I feel like I need to run the ball, I will. Yeah. I don't want anybody who's locked into anything. Yeah. You know, I I feel like they have the personnel – <clears throat> that they could bring in a spread coach and be fine. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, any kind of spread offense will be fine right now. I just don't, you know, I don't want to be locked into it, though. I want to be able to, like, a- as you recruit different guys, you can make the changes you need to make. Yeah. So, Hunter Johnson has a couple of baseball questions. Hunter, I'm going to be totally honest. And, Robbie, I think you're on the same page. I, I haven't been out to see a scrimmage. I haven't read any of the scrimmage reports. It's week three of football season, man. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, and let's see. He's saying um, that he's just talking about the stats that he sees. Yeah, I don't. I don't put anything into those uh, stats in the fall because a lot of times they're like they're they actually tell them to throw a, like a certain pitch, like that. Like they they can only throw. Uh, fastballs. They can only throw sliders. Like right. they tell the players what's coming sometimes. Right. So I mean, it's not like it's situational stuff. It's I don't I don't think you can really tell much of anything right. in the fall. This is just getting guys reps. I, I agree. Now in the spring, it, you can start telling a little bit more. They you know they get into February and they're they're starting to struggle. You can tell a little bit more. Yeah. Sheldon Nations asked, Vandy is currently averaging 42 points per game. How many will they average at the end of the season? They'll be closer to like 23, 24, I think. Yeah, it's, it's going to start going way down. When yeah. Like play this hit. week, they might not score. Who are they playing again this Alabama. week? Alabama. Oh, God. 
So yeah, yeah you look I, at Alabama and Georgia, those are two games where they might not combine get fourteen points. And you're going way down on your yeah uh, average this week. Right, right. Uh Brogan Fairchild, if a family restaurant doesn't have chicken tenders on the kids' menu, is it really a family restaurant? Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, if it has if it has a chicken, what if it has chicken nuggets? I mean, the Mexican restaurants have chicken tenders. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if they have a, a cheeseburger, a grilled cheese, and chicken nuggets, that's still family friendly. Yeah, it doesn't have to be yeah. tenders. Yeah. Uh, also from Brogan, how do we go to zero drops in week three to several critical drops in week? I'm sorry, week one to several critical drops in week three. I think the, the quality opponent had something to do with it. Playing in Tiger Stadium, yeah. I mean, they they were rattled. Yeah, they're, they're, there's no question about that. Uh, I don't think I don't think ahead. people have given that much thought. No. Like the people that are very angry about this, I think people are forgetting that Mississippi State very rarely wins there. I, I agree with you 100 percent that they're not they're not remembering that. Uh, Ford Polk, did you know Texas Tech won a share of the Southwest Conference in 1994 with a six and six record? It's a five way tie for first. Well, that's pretty pathetic. It's awful. <laughs> uh, makes you wonder. They must have gone like 0-3 or, or 0-4 in non-conference play that year. Um, do you think Florida or Georgia would have as much issue with Florida State or Georgia Tech joining the SEC as Texas A&M did with Texas joining? Well, I mean, you notice that Florida State is not in the SEC. They had the opportunity to join. I think Florida sort of said no. So I, I, I think the answer is yes. They would not want that. Florida probably more than Georgia. Yeah, I agree. Georgia would be like, we don't care about Georgia State. Yeah, who cares? Florida, Florida does not want Florida State yet. I agree with that. Why does Peter Burns hate Chris? Have you met Chris? Everybody hates Chris. It's not. It's not just a catchy show title. Well, what what is where did that where did that kind of begin? I the well, first time we interviewed him, we, we were just like, hey, I think we just sort of set it up. We're like, hey, could, if, if we were to ask you about Chris, just just berate him, and it just went from there. It's taken on a life of its own at this point. So there, there was no like real beef, no, between no. the two. It's just kind of like a correct. And now he's just grown to detest him. Exactly. Even though he's also an LSU fan. Correct. Okay. Uh let's see here. We've kind of why is that family so? Why is that family so split? Because college tuition. Long story short. <clears throat> so why did some go to Mississippi State and some go to some got better deals LSU. to go to LSU. It was, like they it was were, strictly tuition. Like they were smarter. They well, Marty's were, the smartest one of the group. He's the, one of the he, Marty might be the smartest person I know. He's a legit genius. And LSU gave him better scholarship money than Mississippi State did, so he went to LSU. John got a better offer from State, so he went to State. Chris got a better offer from LSU. Kathy got a better offer from LSU, and Stephen got a better offer from State. Simple as that. It is. It's literally. It's all about money. It's like NIL. <laughs> Gostinelli's got a deal. Yeah. Alexandra Watson, why do I get so cold when I take my morning nap, usually between 7 and 7.30? I'm fine when I first get up. I'm always freezing after my nap. Why? Who's taking a nap at this early in the what, morning? What is going on here? I'm taking a nap at 7 a.m. That's still asleep. <laughs> I'm still asleep at 7 a.m. What is this? Um, I don't know the answer because, you know, I mean, I, I've been to her house before. You know, she's had she's had some, some get-togethers where we've been there. But... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I would turn on the heat or put an extra blanket on the bed. I don't know the answer to this question. 
She's got a big different dog, stages. A big dog get in the bed. In different stages of sleep, your body might yeah might be omit more yeah um, heat. I don't know. I don't know. Dave, I know if you in a deep sleep, I I think you know you might get normally cold helps you sleep. So yeah, I don't know. Dancing Mike Leach. What's the more quotable movie, Smokey and the Bandit or Bull Durham? Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. What's your favorite I don't know quote? A, I don't know a single quote from Bull Durham because yeah. I've. My favorite quote from Smokey and the Bandit is, "I bet it was a bitch to find smashing suits in a '64 extra fat in a '12 dwarf." That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my absolute favorite line. <laughs> that and uh, Little Enos, I'd like to kick his ass just once. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole scene with Big Enus and Little Enus and the Bandit is fantastic. Uh, I can't I can't repeat my favorite line on the show because my mom might be listening. Tell me the scene though. When they were outside the restaurant, <laughs> the, some hush puppies, Daddy. Uh, Alex Barham. Uh, let's see here. Rank these position groups from bad, real bad, and worst on Saturday night. Offensive line, wide receivers, and safeties. I think you got it right, to be honest. Line, receiver, safeties. Uh, that's probably going to be mine, too. Yeah. I felt a little bit better about the safeties after the first three games than I thought even coming in. They're, they're okay, but they did not play I mean, well. the the... The um, you know, the plays by Colin Duncan, which I don't, I don't blame the safeties on those plays. I blame Zach Arnett on those plays, yeah, for putting them in those positions. They shouldn't be in those positions. I agree. Especially Colin Duncan should not be in that position, guarding one of the best receivers that they have one on one. Yeah, we talked about that on uh, on on Monday's show. Yeah. With the baseball schedule announced, do you think Super Bulldog will be A&M or Ole Miss? Well, they, they already said it was going to be Ole Miss, but then they retracted the baseball schedule. So that, that schedule is no longer valid. Got to wait for a new schedule to be... To the be- SEC did? Yes. Or- the SEC hmm. canceled the entire baseball schedule, and they have to redo it. So. Why? Uh, they said it's because some matchups were, were were supposed to be for next season, were put on this season, but the rumor is they want to make sure Arkansas and Tennessee play. Interesting. So, I think Kendall uh, Rogers kind of brought that to light. Yes, I saw him talking about it. He did. Uh, going to the beach for a few days next week, what are y'all's favorite seafood dishes? I like any kind of seafood pasta, man. I, seafood and pasta is the best thing to me. I love it. I mean... But any kind of any kind of fish. fried fried fish fried for me. Fish. Any, fried fish, great. Grilled fish, fantastic. I love crab claws. Um, I love uh, calamari. I mean, I, I'll eat anything out of the ocean, man. I love it. I won't. I won't lie to you. I, I'm probably I'm not a huge today. seafood guy, but uh-huh. you know, I'll, I'll I like it. I like. I mean, it's fine. It's not my favorite food. Yeah. But if I'm there, I'm. I'll eat it. It's you. usually going to be fried. It's just going to usually be something fried. Yeah. Ian Ladner, year three under Leach, and the O-line is still leaving rushers unblocked to the quarterback with the D-line talent in the SEC. Is this a long-term concern? Well, yeah. Yeah. Anytime your quarterback's getting hit, it's a concern. At least I will say this. It's not they're rushing three and guys are just getting through. 
it's they're blitzing now and guys are getting through. Yeah. You've made them have to blitz. You've put them in a situation where you, if you can get the ball out quickly, you got some chances, but you got to do that. And now, in fairness, Will made a few of those throws, got it out quick to guys. I thought, you know, that the pass to Ra Ra for the touchdown mm-hmm. was kind of snap and throw. Yeah. Uh, he had two or three passes that were just straight dropped that mm-hmm. were uh, quick throws. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, and, and also, I mean, like you said, they're bringing guys from all over. It's, it's just, I, I got to give a lot of credit too to LSU last week. I thought they schemed it up really well and they brought some blitzes from different areas. They brought more people than Mississippi State had to block sometimes. So, you know, it is what it is. I, that's going to be one of the better defensive units Mississippi State plays this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that 100%. If you add the five dropbacks, Rodgers is at 69%. Nice. With longer drives. Why are the drops being glossed over? Nobody's glossing over the drops. We hit on those big time. Well, I, ju- I just did, actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had five drops. I think, they listed the five. I think they had more than five. They got to catch the ball, man. And this offense, you cannot have those mistakes. That set that one drive where they had two drops from ducking and then rah rah just completely killed the drive. That's what it does to this offense. Yeah. I mean, you've you got it's got to click. But the thing is, though, Robbie, and I feel like people miss this sometimes, it's not just a Mississippi State problem, right? Every offense suffers when you have drop passes. Yeah. So, you know, but this one especially when you when you get behind chains or you get behind schedule, yeah, it's, it's tough. really difficult. It's tough. It is. Uh Zachary Cooey, thoughts on the NFL through 2 weeks. The first week was great, the second week was off. Is it Kenny Pickett time in Pittsburgh yet, Robbie? Yes. Uh, he at least on? needs he at least needs to get a shot. Yeah. I, I can't I can't do the Mitch Trubisky thing. I just can't. Uh can Jameis get New Orleans to the playoffs? Yes, but they got to play better than they played uh, last week. Not for, for sure. Uh, Tanner Jackson says, not calling for a change, but couldn't Sawyer's mobility and arm strength give you a similar product to what is anticipated with Parson? Those two guys are not the same athlete at all. That, that needs to be clear from the start. But is is you know we've heard so much. I've heard people talk about Sawyer and his mobility. Yeah, I've always seen him limited in scrimmages and stuff like that, but is he just this plus runner that we're missing out on? No. Here? He's a little I mean, people have made him out to be Johnny Manziel at this point. I mean, he's he's a little more mobile than Will, but I mean, what are we saying here? You're right. going to trade a little more mobility for a guy that's not nearly as accurate as right. Will and may and I don't know if he can come out there and make the decisions. And, uh, you know, we can't just use last week as an example for Will Rogers. The, the majority of the games that he's playing, he's making the right decisions most of the time. He's completing over 70% of his passes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't understand why when they lose a game, which you have to start thinking about making a change. I mean, this is I, – I just don't get it. I don't, I don't get it at all. And we've seen these guys in practice. I mean, we're not just bullcrapping you guys – We've watched these players a lot. I'm just telling you, if Sawyer got in the game right now, people would be complaining about, well, why is he not further along? Or yeah. you know, what are we going to do now? I mean, right when he gets in there, people are going to start complaining about him. I agree. So I, you got the I, right guy in there for right now. I agree. 
Uh, Jeremy Martin, you were talking about small changes Leach can make. I think a little hurry up every now and then would be awesome. Your thoughts? I mean, I don't mind a little tempo, but this offense is kind of predicated around keeping the ball. Yeah, it's a ball. It's definitely ball possession type offense. They're they're not going to run tempo, and it, it can work without tempo. You can wear a team down just the same. We've seen it several times. Um, this team just kind of as the game goes on, just wearing a team down. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I I think it can be just as effective how it is now. But, I mean, there has been some times where I've thought, if you just get up to the line right here and Mm -hmm. snap it, uh, you know, it's it's, it's really going to wear a team out. Yeah. Last question for the day comes from the dude who says, in honor of the throwback uniform State is wearing this week, what are some of your favorite alternate slash throwback uniforms? I think we both like the Flying M. Is there another one that, that stands out for you? Um, and this is specifically like the throwbacks that they have released, or you know, a uniform guess, yeah. from the past. Yeah, the ones they've actually worn. Um, and it doesn't have to be throwbacks; it said alternates as well. I'm trying to think. They wore those black ones against uh, Kentucky, I think, in 2015. All I black. Those. I thought those were sweet. Uh, yeah, with the black numbers and everything. Yeah, I, I really like that. Um, like I said, flying in is probably one of my favorite throwbacks. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it. That's my, you know, top two. All right. I'm trying to think if there's another one that just stands out for me, but there, there really isn't. Uh, last one from the dude. Do you think that SEC nation will make it to start before a game this year? I, I was thinking about the Arkansas game has probably got a good chance because, you know, I think probably game day, Arkansas or A&M. Well, A&M, I think game day is going to be in Fayetteville. And I think SEC Nation will go to Oxford for Ole Miss, Kentucky. Possibly. And then the next week, they'll go to Tuscaloosa. So they have back-to-back Alabama games for game day. And then SEC Nation could come to start. If State beats that. A&M. Yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, guys. Thanks for all the questions. It's good stuff. Plenty of football to talk about tomorrow and Friday. Robbie and I will be back to do that. So until then, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.